Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Yeah, you just clip, just clip that bit where I talk about my dad lacking emotional skills, <laughs> then just like put that right at the top. He'll never know. <laughs> we are kind of, we've kind of established a brand for ourselves of having like really like long rambling intros and just random conversation before we actually get to what we're supposed to be talking no, about because no, no our our intros are talking about how we don't have an intro and like yeah, yeah, yeah. we we just kind of ease into it we don't have a set thing yeah yeah pretty much so actually i should where, pull where, up the... where are you guys i know you both east coast where are you based uh, I am just outside of Albany. Albany? The administrative capital of New York, I believe. I hate this place. <laughs> it's so lame. I... And she's a fucking Long Islander. Uh... Yeah. What the, what's, what's the Long City. Island stereotype? I can't think of, like, New Jersey. Oh, it's... What's Long Island? It's just an island next to New York, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Um, we're we're passionate about our uh, bagels and pizza. Mm-hmm. So, um, lacrosse is big here. Oh, that's a shame. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> lax lax bros take over this island. A lot of lax bros. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's such a it's such a, it's such a uh, sort of um, fanciful sport to be broish about. It really is. It's a little net on a like, stick. I apologize also. I get nervous, try and make jokes, and I might insult you uh, because then you turn around and say, No, oh, I love I lacrosse. Don't. And I'm like, Oh shit. I oh, please. I insult, I insult oh, myself um, every minute of every day. No, that's fine. You can do it to yourself. When somebody turns up and goes, Fuck you. Less mm-hmm. nice, less fun. Valid. <laughs> oh, uh, speaking of I... fuck yous that um, you don't expect to be giving to people. I was listening to an episode of Stellar Firma, and I was sitting here on my bed, and then Trexel said something about snakes and how they're poisonous and scary, but some of them are fine and pets for some reason. And hold on, demonstration here. I look over to my left, and who is sitting in her tank? But... My pet ball python. Hey! As I'm you know sitting what? there in my Stellar Firma t-shirt listening to the episode. So. Oh, you're a little Sophia frozen Samson. there. Listen oh, I'm back. Do I yes, you're back. There you're we good. go. But yeah. There it is. 
Yeah, I was just saying that the, the snake is sort of also a little a little a little loaf. She is like a little French bread. <laughs> like a she's a little croissant. Little French bread flat. And she's supposed to shed soon, so <laughs> I'm gonna croissant. put her back because she's probably not in the mood. You go shed in your tank. Yes. You pop in the tank. Also, how how big is the tank? Because you're uh, leaning right down, like you're getting it out of a sock drawer. That's what confused me. I was like, oh, she must be getting a snake. Wait a minute. Um, oh, also, I didn't check pronouns. What's everyone's pronouns? Uh, she, her. She, her. Cool. And and you? Uh, he, him. Okay. There he it. goes. Um, yeah, no, I just did that thing where I always should check and then I forget. And then somebody has to politely tell me and I'm like, I'm so sorry. And then like, it's fine. I'm like, no, but it's not fine. It'll never be fine. I'll die with this shame. <laughs> I'll think about this for like three weeks straight and yeah. then probably like every night when I'm trying to go to sleep. I remember when I I stole a bubble kit that Gregory Topping won in primary school. I think about that on a daily basis. I'm full of shame. <laughs> Same, full honestly. Sorry, Gregory. But yeah, no, the but tank is like, like two feet by two feet by three feet it's fucking massive because she's going yeah. to be like five feet long someday with a big ass python she's a little baby but we've got a uh, we've got a daegu do you know daegus that's awesome oh, yeah. i love like i love reptiles that's another thing i'm like way too excited about the python would love to eat them i'm sure <laughs> um uh, she's really like... stupid i don't know man <laughs> the daegus are pretty thick um, they occasionally fall off things while they're trying to get to treats. Um, but we, we sort of gently got bigger and bigger cages. At one point, a bird cage, because it was the best option. But now it's like as tall as me and about four foot wide on wheels. It's just got slightly out of hand. But yeah, oh rodents, rodents love to burrow around. Uh, but yes, it sort of started with quite a small cage. And, and yeah, one day it was the largest thing we owned. <laughs> Isn't that how it always is? It is. You need like a whole room dedicated, like not no I cages. <laughs> with runs, with like little little yes. shelf runs. Yes. Mm. One of my life goals is it. to just have like a snake room, with just a bunch of snakes. <laughs> You'll have two houses, one for you, one for your snake. <laughs> yeah, instead of like a pool and house, what, just the snakes. <laughs> at a certain point, you've just started a zoo. Like, yeah. That's how zoos start. You have a point, but. Who's gonna stop me? It's true. I mean, true. Hey, I'm not. I'm, I'm not coming to Albany for for many reasons. <laughs> yeah. Certainly well, not to there's. Stop you building reptile house. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's also plenty of reasons not to come to Albany. What's Al what's Albany's what's Albany's beef? What's wrong with Albany? Is it just tedious? Is it like Canberra? Take that, Canberra. Um. So there's just like nothing like it at first you see it and it has like kind of cool city vibes i had like an internship in like the kind of like actual downtown area once and like looking there and walking i was like oh it's kind of cool like i feel like i'm in like new york for like like new york city for like a moment i'm cool and no, urban. you're not listen but i feel like i'm like cool and urban and you know not living in my childhood bedroom <laughs> but in all those buildings it's just fucking administrative bureaucratic just like yeah. absolute nothing like there's no nightlife there's like a theater is it is it like like brick city like is it just like is that that like new england vibe mm. red uh, brick and white bell tower thing is, i don't know really. if i've ever been to albany you don't it's I've not worth it and also like i went to albany 
to the same school, like, K through 8, and we have one museum. It is the Natural History Museum. I have gone to that museum so many fucking times, and the exhibits never change. Well, I mean, is natural history going to suddenly change on you? It takes a while. <laughs> but, like, they're, again, just, like, everything is the same, and it's really boring, and, like, it's not close to anything fun, like... But you're you know, in upstate New York, so you're, you're yeah. in, like, at least cool woodland. Not really. I mean, it's, like, yes, it is upstate New York, but it's not, like, woodsy. It's just suburbs in Albany. I'd say, I'm just thinking about Long Island now, because that's where I'm from. Our biggest thing is we're right near the city, like, I'll tell people, oh, yeah, like, not from here. I'm from Long Island. Oh, it's, like, a half hour from the city. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, and you have oh, that. Like, you can go places and do things. None it's of that for me. a terrifying metro train. It's a... Yeah. Oh, right in the that, that is, like, a whole sport in and of itself. Like, making subways and trains. Mm-mm. No. Well, because we... I'm, I'm, I'm originally from just outside of, of London. In a, mm-hmm. in a beautiful town of Watford, they call it the Albany of England. And God, it, I hope like not. <laughs> I mean, I think that would be a step up. At least they'd have some administrative hubs as opposed <laughs> to what they currently have, which is mid-range nightclubs and occasional fights. Oh, um, we do have and... a sister city in Russia. That's one thing we've got going on for us. I think ours was in Poland. I think we have a sister. Ours sister is in Tula. So, so fuck you, Albany. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, we're right on the edge of the Met Line, which is like the longest out into the sticks of the London tube lines. And mm-hmm. it was, I must say, it was pretty great to be able to get on basically to the tube in your hometown suburb and then get all the way into London, into the tube system. But I appreciate that the tube system in London, for all its many, many faults, is like one of the good ones when compared to like the New York metro system, which sort of rattles around, gets to a couple of places and mostly frightens you with... The New York subway system is absolutely terrifying, and I didn't realize how, like, on a global scale, how, like, how low my standards are until I went to St. Petersburg for study abroad. And I'm just, like, I'm in these beautiful, like, carved from solid marble, immaculately clean, and I'm just like, I have to pay like i know exchange rates and everything but like i have to pay more money to use the new york city subway system where it smells like piss and i might get stabbed yeah there is there is a definite trade-off if you're willing to accept the fact that at some point in the construction of this some labor camps were involved with the fact it's very affordable and looks pretty it's the trade-off you have mm-hmm. with it with it with it he's like hey look look at this carved marble do not think about where this carved marble came from <laughs> But then again, I suppose in New York, you've got you've got other difficult history, which I won't get into mm-hmm. because I appreciate the deeply dark path with which I have now engaged. <laughs> yeah, it's like the difference. Both of these came from a horror. Stares path. at the Irish flag on my ceiling. <laughs> if you couldn't yeah. tell from yeah. my name, I've only, you know what I don't know your second name. I only know Kelly K E L L E Y. My middle name is yeah, Rose. Prob- yeah, 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 that'll do it. Yeah, 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 absolutely. In the words of absolutely. our Lord and Savior John Mulaney, in case you couldn't tell from the everything about me. Oh, you disappeared. I missed the punchline. Uh, the line cut out. <laughs> uh, in case you couldn't tell from the everything about me. <laughs> I keep wanting to... I watch a John Mulaney stand-up special, and then I will want to make jokes as John Mulaney for about the next two days. 
but I can't get the accent right. Oh, I, it's got... a it's a gift. The ability to which I have every single John Mulaney special permanently etched into my brain and can recall like exactly the pitch and intonation that he says it's everything just, like, with. And pull it out. Yeah, I could just rattle yeah. off an entire one right now. Oh man, I love him so much. She's the one who so suggested great. using the John Mulaney gif to <laughs> get your attention that second time. Because I was like, John Mulaney uh, cannot fail The us. man can't yeah. fail us. And also, if you go like two episodes back from this one, I start the episode by saying that I'm really anxious because I tried contacting you and I haven't heard back yet. And not to be like, and I'm like, I know there's so many reasons for this, but I also keep telling myself that this isn't going to work out because nothing else has at this point. And I'm like, <laughs> statistically speaking, statistically speaking, this isn't going to happen. And I think it's really funny <laughs> that people who listen to this in sequential order are going to hear that. And then two episodes later, guess who's here? This guy. We did something. Finally. <laughs> Uh, dear. Uh, just a, a slight warning. Generally, the connection is good, but I occasionally lose. I occasionally lose bits and bobs. So if I just sort of like nod politely, and then don't properly react to something you said, because I'm trying to play it cool about my slightly dodgy <laughs> internet connection. Yeah, I gotta <laughs> say, I can't, I can't stop the podcast every Wait, three seconds. The what? internet here is not. Did say, say again. We have a podcast ghost that like frequently visits visits us and like like with our be, like yes. Oh yeah, I've, I've I've met that cunt. Uh, What's the swearing uh, policy? Oh, you can say anything. whatever you want. <laughs> Absolutely anything. I always appreciate being from England. We're much happier to say cunt than in America. I appreciate in America. It's like, what did you, what did you fucking say to me? And in England, I, it's like we yell it at people as we go past. I, it's all in good fun. I really do love the like Australian specifically the way they just toss that around like it's nothing. Oh, the, the the Scottish. I have a, my my um, uh, main improv um, partner in in the group. Simon Plotkin. Shout out to Simon. Um, he is he's from Scotland. He doesn't sound like it though because he's from Edinburgh, which is the English bit of Scotland. Uh, many people would be very cross at me saying that, but it, we all know it's true. <laughs> um, and he has so he has basically no discernible accent unless he he wants to, and then he can turn it on and turn on like the really thick frightening. Um, but he used to have a stand up a bit about how if you're in Scotland and someone calls you a cunt, it's a-okay. It's like, hey, you, you cunt, friend. It is called how you're in real fucking trouble. Mm. Like your grandma would say, oh, the poor wee cunt. Um, but if somebody says, all right, pal, that's, you know, that's the level. If they don't swear at you, that's when you mm -hmm. run. There's, yeah, that's like, when someone says like, this is like the American South, if someone says like, oh, bless your heart, like, <laughs> I mean, fuck you. You, you better you. feel bad. <laughs> Thing is, I'd be like, "Oh, that was nice." Oh, what a nice person! Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I try, I try to avoid crossing the Mason-Dixon line when I can. <laughs> yeah, what's the other one? Um, um, lots of, lots of, lots of calling people um, "darling" when what you mean is "shut up." Yeah. Like, oh, mm. darling. Like, yeah. Okay, I understand. I understand. <laughs> Stop speaking to me. One of those in England. I don't yeah. know. I think we're more direct. No, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think if we've got. I'm sure we have got one, but I've I've got you know, podcast stage fright, and I can't think. Yeah, it's all good. No, I'll come back to it. I'll just yell a word. That's fine by us. <laughs> um, 
been a quick dip into world news. And when you yell it out, that's the part where it's going to cut out and no one will ever know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. say quick dip into world news. Uh, how, how, how is everything in the UK right now? Oh, cracking. Oh, mate, it's great. Love it. Love it. We're in the weird position of we are, because we've been fucking stuff up really, like, solidly for the past 200 years or so. Um, but more recently with, with yeah, our, our, our current government. God bless him. You know what? That's ours. We say, ah, God bless him. And, and by <laughs> I like that. Um, I Let's just say I disagree with them strongly on almost every issue. Um, but despite all that, we're somehow doing slightly better than some of our neighbours in terms of like getting getting vaccines out there and doing stuff like that. So that's like our one thing at the moment is that we're vaccinating people pretty quickly. Um, I think despite best effort, I think it's a, it's a, a good on good on the NHS on on, on that particular one. Um, so we've got that one thing going for us at the moment, um, and then and then everything else is is horse shit. Um, and yeah, unaccountably, he's not that unpopular. I don't get it. I don't understand, and it makes me sad. You hate to see um, it. You hate to see it. You hate to see someone you despise with your very core sort of bumble his way to go. Oh, 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 remember Churchill, and then everyone votes for him. I don't get mm-hmm. it. I don't get it. Um, but yeah, but yeah. And currently, we're just in a mixture of 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 both sad and gleeful memes about the uh, recent recent death of one of our of our of our, of our royal family because people hate them or think they're the best thing since sliced bread. Yeah, see, I found out about that, not through any official news outlet, but because I went on Twitter and people had already started up with the John Mulaney killed Prince Philip jokes. What was the connection there? (laughs) Did he do a bit about Prince Philip? Okay, here's me showing off my perfect John Mulaney accent, by the way. So there's a bit where he's talking about how his mother would blame him for things that happened on the news. And he said, and he goes like this, he goes, my mother would blame me for things that happened on the news. That is true. She came into my room one morning and said, I just heard that Princess Diana and her lover, Dodi Al-Fayed, have been killed in Paris. Like, I had something to do with it. And I said, mother, I've been here all night. The TV's warm. You can feel it. Luckily, I had a good alibi since I was in Wisconsin and 12, but his callback didn't line up. Someone did the math. Didn't line up to the exact age he was at that time. So someone said, oh, John Mulaney killed Princess Diana, and that became a whole meme. So, Prince Philip bites the dust. John Mulaney. It's... It is hard. It's hard not to draw the line, and I expect your true crime podcast, um, The Mulaney Files, to have a <laughs> deep dive on this very subject. You know what? I just thought of the bit that I keep on referencing from John Mulaney. It was when um, he's like, um, "And you saw that kid hit that hit that other boy, but I was on but the I bench. was over on the bench. Yes, and what? And I was over on the bench. But I was so over if, on the Nazi, bench. In Nazi Germany, you'd have just stood. And then my mom said, I made a salad with craisins. (laughs) He he drove into a McDonald's, he ordered a black coffee without sugar, and then he he drove away. (laughs) What a Yeah, sorry, I'm I'm sure I'm butchering I'm butchering the lines. That's all good. I just again carved into my brain. Yeah, yeah. There's a horse in the hospital. Nothing ever made more sense to me than that. Like, as a person who voted for the first time in that election and hadn't really, like, paid oh, attention. Your fault. 
I mean, put two and two together. You hadn't voted before in another election. You voted in that election, and then this all happened. That's I mean, literally... I'm not, I'm... First of all, that's how Greek <laughs> philosophy works. Aristotle would agree with me. He I absolutely would. Um, but no, I didn't vote because I was, like, in eighth grade. <laughs> oh, okay, well, I mean, surely that, you know, demonstrates a lack of, polit- lack of political dedication on your part. I mean, exactly. yeah, but I am, I am but yeah. a child. Sure, but yeah, I voted loads in your election, and I'm not even from there. So if I can make the effort, what about you? Yeah, think about that next time you're in Whole Foods. What do I mean by that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to think like what it what it what implies that you're sort of like uh, vaguely apathetic in your life. You're in Whole Foods. Why would that I be? I mean, the case? a little. I don't know. A little. a little. Trader Joe's means you're on the ball because you're looking for the deals, but you're not. Oh, stuck I love up Trader about Joe's. It. I love. I've tra- never I love been. I, I love the idea. You've never been. No, they don't have them over here. We have oh. we have Costco. We have Costco. Uh, well, over here we love Costco. Costco is like a, a a real treat because you don't really buy in bulk in 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 the UK before Costco came over. Mm-hmm. And then I remember going in there and it was like this is a shop and they've got a thousand liters of corn oil and also a trampoline. I fucking love it here because I'm eight. Um, so I remember that being that being great, and also remember they used to sell they used to sell absolutely trim, like gigantic bottles of champagne, like a bottle of champagne as tall as I was. I was a child, but still, that that's still big. Um, and that is my uh, presiding member of Costco. We got that, and our our local one is called Booker's, which is where all of the like the shops, like if you want a case of sixty Mars bars with that tear off lid that also then becomes a back advertisement, you go to Booker's. <laughs> That's just nice. some local knowledge for you. I love it. I have never uh, been to the UK. I would very much like to at some point when I'm allowed to leave my house again. Visit us in 2025. Enjoy. <laughs> and you know what? When you come to the UK, go to Edinburgh. It's it's one of the best bits. Go to Edinburgh and then and then fuck off around Scotland. It's, Did they it's the best film? bit. Where did they film part of Doctor Who? It wasn't Edinburgh. It was uh, Glasgow, right? Yeah, I'm. You know what? I think over the years they've probably around quite a lot of places, but I feel like I I read that somewhere recently. I think weirdly it's a BBC Wales production or a BBC Bristol production. It's over that side of the country, so I imagine there was because it it used to be the case that it was uh, filmed almost exclusively in quarries um, because they wanted like alien landscapes on the cheap in like the seventies, and so they would just go to an. Like there was like a quarry they used to go to, like like Star Trek. Where they yeah, I was literally like, just about to one, say that. One quarry in Nevada somewhere. And they were like, just fucking do it all there. <laughs> it's fine. Put a filter on the camera. That's all we Get need. into that weird lizard costume where you can see the joins, and then we'll and then we'll have um, uh, William Shatner fight you incredibly slowly, just so slowly. Love that. He telegraphs his punches. I've always said that about Shatner. I do love the original series just because I have like ridiculously old parents so like my dad showed me a lot of the original series when i was 240 years old okay well as today today is my birthday i am 23 my dad is 70 yeah that's a yeah because i'm 20 oh how old am i um 20 happy birthday by the way before i blast you happy birthday (laughs) i got you nothing um, you break. You brought us your present. Yeah, you showed up. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Although, if you start telling people that their gift is that you turned up, it means you're like some sort of deadbeat dad. 
Um, <laughs> I showed up, didn't I? Um, <laughs> stop crying. Um, so, uh, what was I saying? I've completely uh, lost. Control. Oh yeah, no, yes. So I'm I'm 28, and my dad's yeah, mid mid to late 60s, I think. Late 60s. I should know. I don't know how old my dad is. I don't know how old my mum is. I sometimes forget how old I am. I think I have an issue of some kind. Oh, I I really do forget as well. Like it, it started off with certain members, like oh, what's their age again? And then and then it is now happening to me. Like I'm the, no, no, I'm not that age anymore. I didn't yeah. hit that age yet. Yeah, That's it's weird that my age starts with a two. I feel like I'm still like a child. My dad yeah. goes about how he thinks he's about 16. And he's old now. I think people who are born in the year 2000 are so lucky. Because, like, they don't gotta do math. My sister! Yeah. They're just so lucky. Just whatever year it is. You know what? Yeah. That's why they're so selfish. I've mm -hmm. always thought. Did I mention I have a massive problem with millennials for some fucking reason? Because I Same. read an article on BuzzFeed that said 12 <laughs> things that millennials have... Millennials have destroyed restaurants. It's not economics. It's millennials. I you know, hate so. that. And I also hate the way that millennials are like... Especially like the older millennials are like making all those stupid songs like, Oh, fuck you, Gen Z. I'm like, no 15-year-old is ever going to think that someone who's almost 30 is like cool. You're never going to no. be the epitome of cool to a teenager. Mm -hmm. Just let there it go. Is no, there is no point in history at which... like. The, sli the people slightly older than you scorn has ever like impacted there's like there's greek texts where they're basically saying kids these days yeah from no. two and a half thousand mm -hmm. years it's ago it's always how not it is gonna fix it. <laughs> not gonna fix it they don't they don't appreciate the kind of columns we have these days <laughs> and it's just yeah i don't i don't th i think there's no i think there's no point in it i think it might be connected to a fear of encroaching death and you just sort of displace all of that terror into rage against the younger generation. Like, if they turned up and it turned out they all had, like, lasers for faces and were killing cats, fine. Be cross at the younger generation. But I think they're broadly exactly the same as you were, except they've got iPads. And that's basically... <laughs> you know what? Not even anymore. iPads is something that somebody who's 35 has and holds up at a school play to film their child. Yeah. That's who yes. has an iPad now. Kids don't have iPads. End of sentence. <laughs> <laughs> End of tangent. I'm very used. I'm very very used to doing um, two person improv with my brother, where I can just yell for five minutes and then he goes, "Cool, okay, I'll move on." But I forget <laughs> that when a mix company, they kind of go, "Are you? Is, was that supposed to go somewhere?" Oh, it wasn't. Okay, cool. <laughs> oh, well, now we'll. But it has that gap. Yeah. Which Ben has learnt to get rid of. Love that for him. Feel free, what I'm saying is feel free to move on real hard from anything I say. We do that to ourselves a lot. Like, we'll end some weird tangent that we got on from answering a question, and then we'll just be like, Wait, how did so? we get here? <laughs> yeah. That's like... It's why, it's why sketch, sketch shows have it so good, because you can just cut the scene. But when you're in a conversation with people, you can't just, like, hold up a piece of paper in front of your face, unless we invent that call it the scene ender and it's like a little piece of premium card that just says like over now that would not be the first invention we have come up on this come up with on this podcast we've come up with quite a few have you got a, a link to the patent office so we can really lock this shit down <laughs> no honestly no. we just we post it and one of you viewers listeners can just steal it so we, we really need to get on that bad business. we should get on that bad business <laughs> i think i've gone slightly out of focus let me just do my old Look at my hand. Now look at my face. Nope. 
Oh, fuck you. It's not important, Tim. You can just be slightly blurry. <laughs> All right, maybe... I prefer myself slightly blurry most days. Like, yeah, that's good. Oh, your, your webcams look so much better than mine, especially um, yours, Bridget. That's you because look like you're in like this a mirrorless camera. is a um, 4K camcorder. Well, that'll do it. That is balanced <laughs> on a stack of books. <laughs> I actually I don't went have a early, early, early on in the pandemic when I didn't have a proper webcam and they were all sold there everywhere. I turned my phone. It's not fucking making any difference. I, turn, I, know, I found a little program to turn my phone into my, into my camera, and I appreciate like phones are expensive, but they're also like really small. Yeah. So I don't know how I can then spend you know a hundred quid essentially on something that is just a camera, and it's about four times worse than the thing on my phone. How is that the case? Why is this the case? The fuck is going on? Yeah. I Answer know. me now. I demand answers. I must know. I do. Um. I must know. But yeah. So. This is kind of an expensive camera. This is literally the next, last episode I was like, oh, is my camera going out of focus? And she was like, oh, I don't mind if it's a little blurry. I'm like, here's the thing. I paid a lot of money for this, so this bitch better show every skin flaw. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to show see every, every pore. Every broken vein. You know, if I had a bad night's sleep last night, I want the viewer to know about it. <laughs> I want you to see these bags. Yeah. Ugh. I paid a lot of money so you could see that I do not sleep well. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> ooh, attractive voice crack. We love to see it. It adds character. Thank you. Oh, I'm back in focus. Oh, yay! Love to see it. Oh, gorgeous. Um, should we maybe, like, do a question? Sure. Yeah, I think it's about time. <laughs> I think we've been going for 37 minutes. It's time for a question. Oops. Uh, hopefully we're Sorry, not wasting too much of your time. Long. No, hey, I mean, literally, the only thing I ever have to do is make dinner. So, okay. Um, if Amy... It, the, the point at which we have to stop is when Amy starts banging on the wall with a broom because she wants roast potatoes. That's <laughs> Love that! Wow, a queen. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So first question. If you were able to dig a hole through the earth and jump into it, would you fall all the way through or would you stop midway at the core because that's where gravity is strongest? I think the... Well, hang on. I've barged in. What does the room think? Do I look like I know? <laughs> I have no idea. I'm an idiot. <laughs> I, I think they answered this question, and if anybody has listened to the uh, Tim and Ben do science episode, I'm literally that, thinking know. about that right now. I'm very good at science. The problem is, the problem is, I am actually quite well read. I just have a really bad memory, and I enjoy <laughs> being having fun more than being right in the moment. Afterwards, I'd much prefer to be right, but in the moment, I enjoy. So I get a lot of stick for not knowing how anything works. But I listen to so many science podcasts, and listen to so many history audiobooks, <laughs> and I just have none of the facts at hand. Um, but I believe, I believe that you would, you would. Well, you'd die for a start. Okay. You wouldn't get to experience. That aside, but we're putting it outside. <laughs> aside from the pressure and the heat. We all get it. Lava. Yeah. Um, sorry, magma. Because it hasn't come out of the ground. <laughs> I went to university for three years. Can you tell? Um, so so I, you, you go to the centre and then, and then you, well, you go, you'd probably go past it. You'd be going pretty fast at that stage. Terminal velocity would have, how, what's the terminal velocity of a human body? Fast. Oh. Real fast. <laughs> like, fast. A lot. Over 100 miles an hour. Like loads. So you'd sort of like you'd go past, and I believe you'd sort of like one, 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 one into the center because okay. it's about the center of center of mass. 
and the density of the earth is is most of the center yeah i think you'd, you'd end up in the middle a sort of a pulpy melty ball in the middle okay i buy that yeah i yeah. mean I like the, the when you question. put it that way it does make mm-hmm. sense the question should be rephrased as what point like there are two points like what point do you die as you're like jumping yeah. into this hole and like at what point does your your body then experience all that i don't know what point like you would like you burn would, up, you would die about you die like a mile because the mantle is quite thin like mm-hmm. it gets pretty pretty hot and heavy into the earth pretty quick is hot and heavy the right phrase no it's not it's <laughs> we're gonna use it anyway <laughs> then hot and heavy with the Yeah, it gets pretty, pretty, pretty. Call it thrusting forces for a reason. Yeah. Tectonic plate humor. (laughs) Kabam! Use that on your next date. (laughs) Hey, baby. Um, yeah, yeah, because like the the fact that the Earth can crack open and you can literally look down and see lava at certain thin points in the Earth means that it's pretty, it's pretty close. Like you have hot springs. Mm-hmm. That are heated by terrifyingly hot rocks. That's not gas. That's right at the surface. So yeah, I think you'd you'd, you'd die pretty quickly. You'd you'd cook pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, I mean you're right. But this is just a sort of like if you could do this. Oh, so we're saying okay. So we're saying yeah. We can yeah. somehow they get a really cold shovel, oh, you know, really cold drill, <laughs> just right through the center of the earth. We've invented a cold drill. They said it couldn't be done. <laughs> well, you know what? They probably do that when they're drilling down. Probably part of it is is finding a way to effectively cool the drill, because not only is the drill getting hot, it's also getting hotter around the drill. I mean, I'm so also just processing all of this as a person who almost failed physics. Oh, I I, I abandoned physics immediately, the, the quickest I could. I, I didn't even take it. I'm like, no, my brain cannot do it. It's um, got maths in it. Fuck it. <laughs> Um, Bridget, why do we ask, off topic, but why do we ask so many science slash math questions when we are not science slash math people? Because we don't know the answer, (laughs) and our stupidity provides content for the people as we argue about what (laughs) potential wrong answer we are backing. (laughs) Unless it's like a proper science documentary where you've turned up for the right answer, being right is, is tedious. Yeah, it's not fun. No. And that's why we elect the politicians that are most likely to be wrong for the entertainment. Mm-hmm. That's right, satire. Kaboom. <laughs> See, here's that'll, the thing. That'll take them down. As a person who is living in the United States, it was funny for like two months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh shit, you do policy as well. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, cool. Oh, you get to draw the boundary. Oh shit. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, okay. And it just, like, stopped. Like, at first it was, like, hilarious. We're like, haha, look at this idiot. And then it just, like, kept progressing. And we're like... It's like that, um, like, this is fine. Like, Yeah, you know, the this is fine dog. Around him. Like, that's how it was for... I suppose it would have been much better if, if... And let's not name names, but the party that has an R at the start of it, that's what I'm talking about, um, was like, this guy's a prick. It would have been fine. But when they were like, well, we all think he's a prick, but let's just, you know, this does mean we can do tax cuts and stuff. So they're like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and at that point, because of your fun system, as soon as they're on board, you're pretty screwed. Because you could have just like, you know, yelled things for four years and not got much done. But uh, yeah, 
some people were on board that probably shouldn't be on board for reasons that I'm not entirely quick, quick other tangent the when he got COVID my mother came into my room like I was still asleep and she just like shook me on the shoulder very gently and was just like Bridget 45 has COVID and then let me drift off back to sleep. <laughs> it was wonderful. And then you had the most peaceful sleep ever. Yeah, and then it was. It 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 does highlight the point that irony and satire, as much as I love them, really have no impact when people decide that they don't. Because the fact after everything he'd done and all the belittling he'd done of it, that he got COVID and had to go to the hospital, did not affect anyone's nothing anyway. like not not a single person check their mind about anything because of that perfect piece of satire does make mm-hmm. you think oh well then this must be pointless because if that didn't do it then this what simply will? must be pointless what will uh yeah so unfortunately i, I that's what I, that's what i took from that story yeah the memes were prime though prime memes but uh, yeah but at if, what cost we need to <laughs> We need to turn memes to vote. Can we start a memes to votes campaign? And yes. then once we started that, can we work out which weight of memes will win? Because <laughs> you've got it you've got it you've got to consider the memes of the other side. Are they more memey? Is there is there more memetics happening? There's is a whole the subreddit called the right can't meme and it's just really shitty right-wing memes i are they bad at me oh they're terrible at it yeah they have they have one joke they have like one shitty joke about how like you know it's about liberal cucks that i've heard so much about uh there's they have like one shitty joke about how like you know uh you know trans women aren't women or other disgusting bullshit that's not true it's a strong joke it sounds like a great joke well done everybody yeah (laughs) it's just that over and over again like get some first of all Get a better joke. First of all, fuck you, and second of all, get some better material. Yeah. We are. We can all agree that the baseline of this interaction involves the phrase "fuck you," but beyond <laughs> that, also have a better joke form. Yeah. You know? Do better. Even if if this even if this was a proper joke, which it isn't, it's just hate. It wouldn't mm-hmm. be a good one, and that's a bad place to start yes. from when you're looking for prime memes. Yeah, and I think so. I really the... don't think we would be in trouble. I think part of the memes of the two sides is that I've seen, like, very liberal memes that, like, make fun of our own side. And you gotta, like, you know, be able to do that. Yes, the other side. They can't do that. There's no self-awareness. I suppose you have to start with a lack of Mm self-awareness. Yeah. I don't want to be, I don't want to be a centrist because I'm not. Um, Although it's fine if you are. Um, Is it? I don't know. Let's not discuss it. Um... (laughs) Because I don't know the answer, and I will get into trouble. <laughs> um, and, and I also just watched a terrifying Adam Curtis documentary. The upshot of Watch was like, mass movements like communism uh, align the population to a single cause, but almost always end in mass murder. But then individualism doesn't tend to involve mass murder, but involves the destruction of the self. And those are the two options. Anyway, the documentary is over now. So go home, I suppose. <laughs> Think about that. What am I supposed to do with that, Adam Curtis? Um, it's very good. It's called it's called Can't Get You Out of My Head, and I thoroughly recommend it if you want to be thoroughly depressed. Um, well, I already am anyway, so so don't worry about it. You've already you've already hit rock bottom. At worst, you're gonna bounce. It's just <laughs> Tuesday for you. Uh, I've got, you know what? I've distracted myself with my own tangent. Um, we do that constantly. What was I saying? I was talking. 
centrists. Uh, nope, lost it. Don't worry. You know what? <laughs> it, was, it was probably ill-informed bullshit anyway, so we're all fine. Nice. Do we have anything else to say about what would happen if you jumped through the earth? I think we've covered it. That's yeah, covered question. every base. You know what, what? About the time that Tim starts to talk about centrism, a topic which he's tremendously unqualified to talk about, it's time to move on to the next question. <laughs> I enjoy the way we that we get from point A to point B here by like traveling through point F first. Yeah, the ping pong method. Yeah. You know what? Actually, if anybody wants to learn more about English politics from somebody who knows about it, follow Matt Ford on Twitter. He seems to have the right idea about some stuff. Noted. There you go. He's a comedian. He seems nice. Love that. Um, okay. <laughs> so the next question I have is technically a two-parter. The first part is what would be the quickest way to show aliens that humans are intelligent? That we're intelligent? Yeah, like, we can't, like, necessarily communicate because we don't, you know, speak each other's don't, language don't, or whatever. Don't, we don't talk about our politics. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We keep that away. We keep Put that, away. that to the side. Oh, what's the second part of the question? Do you want us to? We're gonna do the first part and then do the second part. Reveal the compartment. Is the second part gonna be some sort of gotcha twist? Um, no. Okay, cool. I just want to know what I'm dealing with. <laughs> so, what's that? What's that film where that lady teaches aliens? No, learns the alien language. Um. Oh, do you know the one I'm talking? Is it called Contact? Not Contact. The one where the big egg comes out of the sky and the horns go. Bwah! And then there's like a big glass panel and she's like, look at this shape. And they're like, shapes. And then she understands the language. No. Oh, it's not, it's not Wait, that old. Was it, was it, oh, it's recent? It's very recent. Oh, you know who's I, in it? A lady. She's a very good actor. <laughs> <laughs> and some aliens. Um, oh, blooming, blooming, blooming fuck. What's it called? Uh, you know what? And the rule is, you're not allowed to Google something whilst you're on a podcast. <laughs> oh my god, we do it constantly. I'm fucking Googling it now. What would I Google? <laughs> what would I... What would I alien language Lady and alien movie. Learning alien language film. Can we... Uh, who said internet. you're not allowed to Google something on a podcast? Arrival. You know what? I learned it's called Arrival. It's very good. Um, I probably in there. There's a podcast called, um, in fact, you know, it's Stop Podcasting Yourself and Jordan Jesse Go. And on both of those, they prefer not to Google things and just tell people to get angry at other people who aren't them and also not to tell them the answers. Which is because the thing is, if somebody on a podcast doesn't know something, they are then going to look it up themselves. So there's no point in ever emailing the person on the podcast to say, it was this, because A, you're the 800th person to do that. And B, if they cared, they'd have looked it up when the podcast was over. But the point is, the film is called Arrival. Noted. So, and you know what? Do you know why I wanted to talk about Arrival? It's because I wanted to put it to one side. So I've taken a lot of time to remember <laughs> a film to say to put it to one side. Because in Arrival, they're, the way that the aliens kind of know we're intelligent already and they want to tell us something about the future, I can't remember. As one um, does. But it's all, it's all a. Sorry. As, it, as one does. Sorry. I just as make my does. comments. Right. No, I just do what I just do what a blast past. Um, so you know what? We're going to stop. What was that? Sorry. You're going to share it with the whole class? But I did. <laughs> well, good, glad. I'm very happy that you invited me here. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I'm needlessly hostile. Um, so in that, they they uh, she sort of like learns the language like 
from base principles of like here are two things we understand and together that they mean this, and, and they teach them in that way so that seems very complex and sort of academic so let's put that to one side i'm glad we dealt with arrival um so what you'd have to do is like like it would have to be physics wouldn't it it would have to be some sort of universal constant because physics works everywhere so you yeah. have to sort of like find some find some constant that would work for everyone and say hey we get this like at the intergalactic version of like a dinner party where you're trying to show the other people there that you actually you know are smart and cool um and know physics um yeah so you have to find yeah some sort of some sort of universal constant that wouldn't be affected by like language yeah I feel like it would have to be some sort of, like, math. Like, just show them some fucking calculus and be like, yeah, we get this. Like, But with that, but how, I feel like, how we... Sorry. Oh, I just was gonna say, I feel like that almost, like, is language-esque. Like, Can you tell I never took calculus? <laughs> yeah, like algebra, algebra, algebra is not gonna... Because, yeah, algebra involves letters. Bang, mm -hmm. you're into language. So we need, you need, you know what? Sick BMX tricks. Because that's, that's cool whoever you are. Mm -hmm. Like, and that's physics. And the fact that they understand it's, it's a physical demonstration of physics. And also rad. Perhaps Some cool skateboarding. Um... Skateboarding. No, skateboarding would imply that we are less intelligent because the fact that you have to try so very, 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 very hard to do something that people go, Oh, cool. And then walk. You have to spend years of your life trying to learn <laughs> to do these incredibly difficult things for people to go, like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's all right. Okay, yeah, you know what? Point taken. And I am also biased towards cycling because I do be loving to ride my bike. You love them wheels. I do. Actually, you once liked my tweet about starting, about how it was a stupid idea to start Stellar Firma while I was on my stationary bike because I was laughing so hard and I couldn't breathe. <laughs> you do need to breathe during cycling. Yeah. I've I've built out and I'm gonna brag so everyone prep for a brag. I have built up quite 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 substantial lung capacity because I I because I'm because I'm a sweet, sweet boy. Um I run with my mum every weekend. Oh it's when we chat. Um and I've done that since I was like fifteen. because uh, 'cause I'm I'm a chunky gent and we need to keep that in check somehow. <laughs> so we use running. Um and now cycling. Um, and uh, it meant, and, and, the, and we always started off by the fact I was doing my like GCSEs and A levels at that time. I can't remember which ones. Probably GCSEs at fifteen. A level. I don't know. I was doing some exams, and I would revise by basically explaining the Russian Revolution to my mum to see if it made sense. So I'd be like, right, was it Kerensky's failures or led excesses that led to the to the fall of the provisional government? And I'd I'd explain it out loud so that I could remember it to write it down in essays. But that meant that for all the time I've run, I've always run while talking constantly. That's and impressive. That, after a while. That's started, hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I started off by running very slowly. Um, so, yeah, so now, so now I have the ability to talk solidly and run at the same time. And I then did some singing lessons. And the person was like, why do you have such good lung capacity? Do you like, you do sports? So I was like, no, not really. And I think it's because I, I, I never shut the fuck up, even when I'm running. <laughs> So I've had to have very big lungs. Like I've got, I've got very not very bad asthma, but I've got asthma that sort of put me into the, the reviews a couple of times. And yet I always do the peak flow stuff, and they're always like, "Fucking hell, what's going on here? <laughs> Your lungs don't work properly. Why are you hitting that high?" And I think it's because I don't shut up. 
Yeah, see, I mostly... And that's how we prove the, the aliens were intelligent, because we can talk and run. Ooh. Yeah, most of my biking is done uh, by myself, because it's either that or with my parents, and I go way faster than them. So I don't actually, like, cycle and, like, talk to people. That sounds nice, though. I'd love to do it. Someday. It's... it's you got you got to have the right running partner. Somebody who's willing to listen to your bullshit whilst they're trying to run. Oh, running is awful. I never do it. I never I... run unless I'm being chased. <laughs> I I like to run as well. I will equate like I I go back to the gym now recently. Um, and you have to wear a mask. So I will say running with a mask is very difficult because I'm getting back into running, so my lungs are probably shriveled up but they're they're not they're not where they used to be and putting a mask on top of that yeah i feel like that doesn't does help. help yeah you can get those they do well i i i run with the mask mainly because i'd like to avoid people but mm -hmm. there are very few places in brighton that you can run where you're not gonna you know have to pass yeah someone. anyway and i got one of those ones that are for like biking and cycling they're like those sort of like longer ones also because i've got a big beard and if I wear the ones that I just sort of get like tufts <laughs> over the face, and it, it's not a good look. So I wear one that sort of goes over the whole face oh. and, down, and they work pretty well because they've got like a little like semicircle gauze bit that's like a bit thicker. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like a little a little a little face pocket. But I don't know about you. I've had uh, at the end of a run, like it's gonna be gross. You get a wet face. You understand? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The face gets wet. Um, and that's when it sort of like soaks the mask and then the mask sort of starts like sucking onto your mouth. Oh my god, that's the worst. <laughs> and you just sort of go, <laughs> and then, yeah, it's, it's not good. I, I have been using, I, I work in a hospital, so I um, get the free, like, you know, um, the hospital ones, like, like these kind, like the, the classic. Yeah, yeah, the disposable ones, but um, so that's why I've been using. But like, I realized during my runs, like, I really. Do be like eating parts of this like yeah. i'm inhaling it yeah. forbidden snack <laughs> i like to eat particles of forbidden snack. <laughs> yeah investing in like my parents got these really nice ones because they're they're sort of like trying to trying to keep active that are great like they're made out of that wetsuit material Ooh, like, and they've got like little metal ridges and I was like oh they're really good and they were like yeah they're like 40 quid each <laughs> like, fuck it <laughs> no thank you yeah no thanks no thank you I'll spend 10 pounds thank you very much I'm currently <laughs> my drama in my life is I'm currently dealing with a with a semi-broken washing machine which is yikes <sighs> when it comes to when it comes to being an adult I wash some white goods break it rarely gets worse um, and what has happened is we got some cheap shitty masks just for like, oh, I need to pop out. Yeah. And I just, mm -hmm. I, I, need, I, I just need one of them. Um, and you do wash them and it disintegrated and got sucked into all of the bits of the washing machine. Oh, and I, no. can, I can see them, but washing machines are constructed in such a way that you can't get at any of it. So I like that you had the washing machine out today, like took the back off and it's like, hey, there's a plate here. Cool. Can I take off that plate? Not unless you detach all of the electronics. Well, why the fuck would this be the case? It's a filter. I'd want to get to the filter. So I, I spent, yeah. So buyer beware. Cheap masks will cause to have to spend 150 quid to get a plumber out oh to fucking take off. Because it's like, I could do it. I could take it off. But, I'd but will I make it worse? It I would, would I hook it back up together right? 
I don't know. And when a washing machine goes wrong, it goes wrong big time. So I think I'm going to have to. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to bluenile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at bluenile.com for $50 off your purchase. bluenile.com code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I think I'm going to have to somebody to repair it. I don't want to. Because I don't have enough money. <laughs> Donate to my Kofi so I can repair my washing machine. <laughs> <laughs> to bring it back to capitalism, as it always has to be. Gross. Yeah. But also, yeah, I feel that, especially because I am an unemployed bastard. You bastard. I always thought that. <laughs> bastard. Um, do you, so you work, you work in the hospital, Maddie? Mm-hmm. Yes. What, what, do you, what do you do in the hospital? Um, well, I'm actually going back to school next year. Um, the, the, I, I'm just a secretary there, and uh, I answer patients' phone calls. Um, but... It's just uh, until I go back to school. Do you do you deal with a lot of hospital drama? Yeah, actually, there's a lot of sad drama that I shouldn't delve into. Mm, No, I no, I mean like the sad part is like you know patients like sometimes it doesn't always end up well, but like I'd say like there's a lot of beef between like nurses and doctors, nurses and it's always the nurses. Interesting. So, so your your stance is anti nurse. I just like to establish this on the on the podcast. You are you're anti nurse. Is that what you're saying? I, I'm not because I realize there's like many of the. All right. Oh, Bridget. Oh, hey, you're back. Um, a lot Hi. of them though, like, how do I put this? Like, support um, the horse that was in the hospital. And I don't know how you could do that and uh, and be 
taking care of people. I was very, it, very, like, how... I was very concerned where this was going when I said, so you don't yeah. support nurses, and your immediate <laughs> response was, I'm like, no, no, obviously I support nurses. Um, yeah. I, but I understand, yes. Difficult, difficult, difficult. And, and... They're making it difficult for you. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just like, I don't understand it. Yeah, get, and it's just the nurses. Get, not... get the horse out. That's what I said. I know. I and thought don't he was out. Like, why, why are we inviting him back in? Don't invite the horse back in. Lock the door. <laughs> Constitutionally <laughs> lock that stable door. Yeah, really. Yes. Um, I think a fun way to show aliens that we're intelligent would just be to show them any oh, yeah, David Lynch what... movie. Yeah, <laughs> and then and then shame them about it because they're like, we don't get it, and you're like, oh, you don't, you don't get it. Oh, well, some people don't, and they're like, no, 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 no. We, we, yeah, yeah, we have so no, sorry. When I said I didn't get it, what I meant was I just, you know, I think, I think maybe I got it too much, and then you're like, oh, cool, cool, yeah, yeah, and then they have to leave because it's too awkward now. I'm literally so like I'm so obsessed with David Lynch to the point that it's really annoying, and I don't get it. Like I watch it, I'm I, like, I, I don't know what the fuck that was, but I liked it. I watched Erased, and then thought, I don't know, this is for me. I'm not sure. I'm not Bridget, sure you were just talking. About I just that. talked about Eraserhead on the last episode of the podcast because we were talking about like things that are really popular that we're never going to watch, like no matter how many people tell us to. And I was like, I feel like I'm being mean to people right now because I'm listing a lot of stuff that like people like, and I don't want to be like really mean about things that make people happy because as long as you're not hurting anybody, yeah. just watch what you like. And I understand Enjoy. that people can turn the exact same thing around on me because I am the kind of person that watches Eraserhead and genuinely enjoys it. And I'm sure plenty of yeah. people see that and are like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Exactly. I'd like to know what the fuck is wrong with you. Because what the fuck is going on with any of that? There's I, a ghost to a oh, radiator. The, 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 the baby is sort of a horrifying thing-esque thing. I mean, I'm sure it has some deep-seated meaning, but I, I don't want to sit on that chair. I just, I find the cinematography particularly beautiful. Sure. Oh, hey, it looks good. Well, you know what? It doesn't look good. It looks striking. Like, it's got a real thing about it. And I like that. But unfortunately, it also just contains, like, clashing noises for the most part of the film. Like, Yeah, like, see, I'm a person that unironically listens to, like, 100 Gex. I don't know what that is. Is oh. that a young person thing? I mean, kinda. <laughs> Actually... Is that for teens? <laughs> listen to Money Machine. And I think you that... You can't make me. <laughs> or, or don't. You don't have to. You don't <laughs> You know what? I think I've heard 100 Get is is 100 Get one of those bands which is like a cultural touch point for this is confusing. Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. Cuz like I I what would um not Boards of Canada. What's that math rock band? Um Actually, here, you know what? I'm a I'm gonna just play a little snippet of the song. I don't really care if we get copyrighted cuz it's not like we're making money anyway. Battles. Do you know Do you know do you know Battles? No. They're very good but they definitely fall into that sort of like this is slightly harsh to listen to like they're they're making aggressive noise mm -hmm. for you know obtuse reasons Here which i enjoy in their particular brand are you gonna get are you gonna get um, a dmca take down you're a piss baby you think you're so fucking cool huh you think you're so fucking tough you talk a lot of big game for someone with such a small truck boom take that yeah take it's that, a lot people. Take that, you small truck fuck. It's a lot. <laughs> and oh, I'll yeah, be like, very, just running. Very early, 
like I'll just be walking my dog, just like running errands, and I like am just like listening to that, like just doing like household chores, and I'm just like, yeah. It 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 sounds. I think maybe it's the vocoder. Vocoder. Is that what that's going on? Not vocoder. Um, auto tune. Like the heavy, the heavy, yeah, the heavy use of auto tune. It's a lot. It's very early two thousands. Mm. Um, I wouldn't really know. I was like five in the early two thousands, so that was yeah, not. I mean. I mean, I was I was a worldly nine year old, so I had a big. I was really plugged into the music scene. Well, I, I mean, you think like, you have more conscious memory of the early two thousands than I would. Well, you 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 underestimate how shitty my memory is. I could barely remember what happened three years ago. You know what? I genuinely think it's quite helpful for trauma because there is some unsettling. I've had a relatively reasonably fine life. Like I've very rarely had any sort of like big major that's going to fuck you up events, but I have had some quite some quite like like i'd rather not remember that sort of stuff yeah um Mm -hmm. as everyone does uh and luckily i genuinely have forgotten them like i know that they happened academically but Mm -hmm. i just i've just got such a bad memory nice your mind has rejected them (laughs) nice like specifically about trauma because you know that you know selectively forgetting traumatic events can in itself cause problems it's just a general sort of like bring out anything that happened more than a couple of years ago (laughs) And I have a very poor perception of time as well. So all of my memories of the past all basically feel like they happened at the same time. And that mixes up the order. And so, again, it's mm-hmm. just very difficult to get obsessed about any of it because I don't really, I just haven't got a handle on the details. <laughs> I love it. It just, it's quite helpful. It, it makes it very hard to hold a grudge. Like, there's one person I hold a grudge about, and that's because they said they, they called me up and said they were going to call the police because I tried to kill them. And that really, that stuck. Mm-hmm. That's stuck. Okay. But again, I'm, again, I'm, I'm more academically grudge holding because I, I can't remember any of the emotions of the time, so I'm not like upset, but mm-hmm. I am like, oh yeah, that that seemed like a weird thing to do to me. Uh, I'm going to assume you weren't actually going to kill them. You sure? Yeah. No, yeah, no. <laughs> and and you know what? And you know what really what really stuck in my craw because I'm now doing a you know mid morning drive to radio show where I talk about things that stick in my craw. <laughs> um, was that the method that they said I tried to kill them with was so nonsensical? Like if I'm going to try and kill you, I'd have done a better job. I'd do it right. I could do it right because what had happened is I was moving some stuff out of the house and I, I didn't really live there anymore. And somebody had like left the hob really, you know, like on a gas hob and sometimes you don't click it off fully. And yeah. So there's like a tiny little, it's a tiny little bit of gas. So you can smell a bit of gas in the air, but it's not enough to blow anyone up. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that sort of level. Like don't do it, Yeah. but it's not like you're going to die. And somebody had done that. And I, I was moving all my stuff out and we we're moving my stuff into storage. And one of the things I had in my room was lighter fluid. So I was like, well, I can't pour lighter fluid down the drain and I can't put it into storage. So I just left the can on the kitchen counter, basically being like, if you want this lighter fluid, enjoy, because I can't take it with me. And they were back and they were like, the gas was on and there was lighter fluid on the counter. Cool. What did you think those two things to do to each other? This, this, This liquid and this gas, neither of which had ignition source and one of which was in a can. Yeah. At what point were those two things going to converge to cause death? Also, the neighbours are nice. Why would I want to hurt them? It just, it made no sense. Mm-hmm. You'd, you'd poison something you knew they were going to eat. That's how you would do it. Mm-hmm. If you were, which I wasn't. Noted. I like that on the record. Good to know. <laughs> we love to hear it. I feel like I've given a very poor representation of myself. <laughs>
Yeah, I think but showing I aliens a racer head would either prove that we were intelligent or start a war. Yeah, they'd be like, was this an insult? What are you trying to do to us? Was it psychological warfare? Kaboom. Could be. So maybe, like, Could... just that really extra weird episode, like, episodes of Twin Peaks? I... Now, I might be I might be about to upset you. Oh, it's fine. Because you, you like David Lynch. I started watching Twin Peaks with both of my parents because they were like, yeah, it was on in the 90s, but we never, like, really watched it, watched it. So started watching it with my mom and dad. My mom dropped out because it was too weird. My dad dropped out because yep. it was too weird. I'm the only one who finished it, and I have seen it three times. Yeah, and I, and you know what? I it the weirdness didn't upset. I I quite enjoyed the you know the bit where the, they remember uh, the bedroom, and then in the memory that that frightening Bob is what's his name? Is it Bob? Yeah, it's Bob. Is is crouched in the corner, like that shit me right up because that is like a very good sort no, of like. No, you know like, what? It's quite a silly scene. Like if you if you watch it like completely cold, he's just sort of in the corner like this, and like it's not. It's but not then in context, image. But in context, it was fucking terrifying. Because like that like, fucking scene where he like crawls over the couch. <sighs> oh, it's all bad. It's all bad. So good. Um, and I was oh, yeah. When I say bad, I mean I I do mean good because yeah. I'm a teen, and by bad I mean good, and by sick I mean great, <laughs> um, and by rad I mean deeply irradiated. Um, so I enjoyed, I enjoyed, I enjoyed that, and I think, I just, I just fell off of it, and I don't know why. Like I enjoyed everything that I saw, but I think I got this strong feeling that it wasn't building to anything that I could grab onto. Like I felt like these are lots of interesting, weird things, but I didn't feel that at any point anybody was going to do anything where I was like, oh, I, I see what the point was. Yeah, and I think I that is why some people kind of fell off with it, but also because, like, second season, like, the first season, possibly one of the most perfectly executed seasons of television ever, in my opinion. But then they, like, didn't know how to handle the fact that they were successful because, like, you know, David Lynch had never done, like, a TV show before, and I can understand why it, like, fell off and why people kind of, like, were like, eh. But that's a whole other episode I could go on for literally fucking days. Well, I think wasn't the case that one of the reasons that... Don't tell her what the reveal is. I'm making her watch it with me at some point, but you're right. <laughs> this one, yeah, so the, the thing the thing that happens far sooner than it should have... Was because of midway, network pressure. Because of network pressure, which is fair enough. That's not David Lynch's fault. If the network was like, do this or we won't put the show on, then you gonna, then, you, then you just got to do it. So I get that, but yeah, there was. I like the shit with a log. Just that lady. Oh, I love the log lady. Here's my little Funko Pop of the log lady. You got Funko. <laughs> no, you don't understand. I, I have I'm... like five books, a mug, three t-shirts, uh, one, two, three, four Funko Pops, um, stickers on my guitar case. And I it noticed you unhel- faithful Corgi in the mirror. It is unhealthy. <laughs> like scary yeah um third tangent third tangent we're smart you mentioned you're 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 a horror fan yes um i just watched color out of space have not seen seen that that? it's pretty good now it is a lovecraft story and we can all agree that lovecraft can get fucked but he's very dead now so it's not like he's getting any money so but it it is good in in a very like because it's nicholas it's a nicholas cage he's in it um, mm-hmm. But it's the kind of film where the fact that he's his approach to acting is that of a toddler's, 
um, is actually in its favor because he's sort of supposed to. So in the like, way it works in like Wild at Heart, more Lynch. I did not like Wild at Heart at all. I just felt like it was a joke the entire time. Like everything that Nicolas Cage did in that film, I was like, why? Why did anybody say that this was? Fu- why didn't David? Oh, sorry, 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 Nicholas, can you stop? What the fuck are you doing? So I just had a quick question here, and the question is, what the fuck are you doing? I couldn't get past that. <laughs> okay, valid. Get Completely that. valid. I'm so sorry. No, I it's fine. Keep on talking about how oh, it's go- fine. I- oh, it's fine. It's fine. I'm having a lovely time. Oh, because here's the, the thing. I will I talk about how weird David Lynch is, like. And I don't Forever. think that's a Lynch problem. I think the film was fine. I just I just can't get past Nicolas Cage in certain contexts. But basically, any time when you're supposed to even take him vaguely seriously. Is what yeah, I okay, valid. Think. Yeah, like Bad Lieutenant? Makes sense. Cool. Fine. You're an ass. But when you're supposed to have sort of some sort of emotional stakes with Nick, I struggle. But anyway, I'll stop insulting the singular. Um, um, I, I, that's a lie. Next time it comes up, I'll do the exact same thing. Why do I lie to people? <laughs> Why do I feel the need to lie? Um, but basically, yeah, in, in that, like, uh, a, a space rock comes from space and, and fucks shit up. As they very... do. Have you, see, have you seen The, the Thing, the, the carpet, John Carpenter's The Thing? Mm-hmm. That style of, like, body horror, sort yeah. of like the upsetting practical puppets, it's very much like The Rock does that to people. And I'm very on board with that. I can't, I mean, the, the, the director of it is, like, one of the old school horror directors like b-movie horror directors who's come back for his new you mm-hmm. know and, it, and it's gone very well i can't remember his name but anyway i i can thoroughly recommend it because it's quite good in that it's 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 quite scary in a sort of uh not uh something's jumped out and it's gonna freak you out but in a sort of uh this is upsetting and there's no way of escaping it cosmic horror yeah. way and also they do a very good job of being like the the horrible creatures and the sort of weird alien creature infection world that it's creating is also incredibly beautiful as well because essentially what's going on is the creature is like well this is the environment i have on my home planet and it's actually quite beautiful and quite pretty up until it turns you inside out and fuses two people together and it becomes a a thing-like thing um suffice to say i recommend watching it i don't have an end to this other than i watched it (laughs) and it left an impression and i can thoroughly recommend it that kind of gives me like Actually, like movies actually like working to unsettle you and being like kind of beautiful, even though they're really fucked up. Yeah. Like Hereditary, Midsummer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love those. So that actually sounds like it might be right up my alley. I think it's like there is definitely a point where you're like, bloody hell, the cinematography of this, or at least the visual, the visual language of this is great. Like the acting in it is is perfectly fine. The script is very much an afterthought to everything that's happening. Like all of like the, it's one of those films where. If if all of the other stuff wasn't working together, you would say it would just I'm be sorry, bad. What what did that character say to the other character? Yeah. Nobody has ever said that ever. No one would ever communicate like that. Yeah. A lot of those lines are coming from Nicholas, and that, I don't think that is Nicholas's fault. He's just saying the lines that he's been given. But a lot of them are the kind of thing that you would. It sounds like it's gone through Google Translate a couple of times. Um, <laughs> but it's everything else is good enough that you mm-hmm. don't really really worry about that. And there's um, a young lady in it who is is very good. She's sort of sort of the main character on it does a very good job yeah love to see it that's him film recommendation well i mean again unemployed bastard who isn't doing anything i can watch as many movies and it's on it's on amazon netflix it's on one of them it's on the streaming site so you don't have to rent it love that so do do aliens think we're smart now is that what i hope they do um but here's the follow-up 
Yes. If you meet an alien in space, not on a planet, you're just sort of like, you know, you're both in your little, like, pods, you're floating around. Who is the alien? You're both aliens. Oh, kaboom. Kaboom. <laughs> Mic drop. Take that. Take that logic. Um, yeah. Yeah, actually, I think you might be yeah. right. If you're not on each other's planet, like... Yeah. You're both, so. you just both have a little space. You're passers-bys. So I like it. It's the, the spirit of the question is that, like, what, what do you imagine an alien is? No. Any life form? I mean, oh, yeah, maybe. From your planet? I feel like that's the true definition. Yeah, probably. Like it's mm. any any living living thing. I this might be a cop out answer, but I wonder if it's if mm -hmm. it's really possible to because all of the reference point you have for any sort of creature is stuff you already know. Carbon 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 based life forms largely in a biome that you're used to. You know, mm -hmm. like like the fact that we can just go to a different part. You know, like deep sea fish are like deeply confusing in Upsetting. their structure, and that's still on your planet. So if mm -hmm. you sort of like magnify that for let's say you're from a fucking gas giant and your your base molecule is nitrogen, how would you even begin yeah. to think? Yeah. yeah, and I think that's why a lot of a lot of um, uh, sci-fi films you end up with sort of like uh, an intelligent gas cloud, or you know just something where it's like well it's kind of difficult to not design a creature that's just like oh it's a big weird squid with a face. Yeah. Um, or it's, it's a, a horse, but the hooves are brains. Um, you end up with sort of like amorphous cloud because yeah. you just get in, you get into that difficult territory very, very quickly. Um, and it might even be the case that even if you did see it, it would be difficult to perceive it for again reasons of the the way your eyes and brain have evolved to interpret things would not match up necessarily with how. Other, like the fact that there are like some camouflages that animals can do on our planet that make them almost impossible for your eyes to pass um, would mean that like a, an alien, yeah, you might not even be able to see it even if it was there. Mm -hmm. I've tried to be right again. And I've <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm fascinated, so that's completely yeah. fine. I was just yeah, gonna it's, it's, say some, I don't know, something dumb probably. <laughs> Well, again, that's the point, because that's more fun. Something just dumb is much more fun. When Tim says, oh, well, I mean, what about these factors? And everyone has to go, yeah, that would make it tricky, Tim. It, it doesn't lend itself to badinage. That's fair. Okay, so I guess then if you met another carbon-based, like, being, sure. sentient being, so similar environment, but just, like, different from humans, from a yeah. different planet... It'd probably be four-legged, wouldn't it? If we're talking about a land, if it's on land, probably. Um, it'd be because, like, we are we're quite unusual in our in our bipedalness, aren't we? Like, what's what's the other? Are there other bipedal things? Like chimpanzees are partially bipedal. Yeah, I think we are pretty. Uh, we're kind of the only ones. I don't think it's anything else. To walk on I think so, um. So, space horse is what we're Yeah, essentially, saying. space horse. <laughs> it's a space horse. You both meet up in the cosmos. Who's the alien? I think I might have to agree that it's both. It is both. It's gotta be both. 
because otherwise that's a very that's a very colonial imperialist view yeah and, mm-hmm. we've, just, and we've just escaped earth presumably to escape that kind of stuff and the first thing we do is say you're the alien and i'm the regular one nah. we're just starting again you None know let's let's next gen this we're <laughs> we are sailing out on a scientific mission to bring everyone together so we can't start with a divisive point like hey you're the alien mm-hmm. i like it i, I like that answer was the original series i've not watched the original series star trek you understand um is it a little bit tricky because it's from the 60s um yes but it was also remarkably progressive is it one of those ones then where it's like hey they did a great job on this for the time and so there's definitely lots of points where you have to sort of really grit your teeth through it is imperfect but they also like first interracial kiss on tv star trek the original series and was no you know what i was about to mm, is this belittling a, an important part of i don't think it is because william shatner kissed every everyone you are right, correct at a certain point. so was it were they trying to make a point or did they just get to the point where it's like well running sure, out of people we're running out of people so let's make a <laughs> i have a friend who's much more well versed in like point. star trek in general and also like the production of it and apparently it was, like, they did make a pretty big effort to, like, be progressive. I'm glad, because I'd, I'd like I'd like it to be the case that it was, uh, you know, hey, stuff's bad, let's make a point, as opposed to a sort of like, well, that'll get them talking. Yeah. Kind of a thing, if you get mm-hmm. what I mean. Like, you, you'd hate to find out it was basically a cynical marketing move. Yeah. Uh, I suppose in 60s America, I don't think you could make that a cynical marketing move. I'm sure you'd cause a lot more problems than, than, than you than you gain out of the yeah. chat at that time. So fair enough. Hey, well done, the original series. But yeah. Okay. So uh, speaking of publicity moves, this kind of... The next question is, do you believe this conspiracy theory? Which we've done before with various sure. ones. And the conspiracy theory in question this time is this. That awful live-action Sonic design they dropped the bad design first to get people talking they were always gonna fix it well i i honestly how much did they animate with that oh i don't know i haven't seen it prior design well i didn't see it either <laughs> that like I did. you missed nothing oh, shocker okay. good to know Bench but like it's fun that's all you need to know mm-hmm. fair enough but like because animation is so costly and so like so much time goes into that like if that was true but how much free publicity publicity did they get unless you're what you're saying is they just presented it well yeah they could have just had the trailer i can't even yeah like oh here's this shitty sonic and then they were all the while working on the good one the better they could have just had the trailer animated because that's what two minutes of footage Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I, I I would totally believe I could I could see it very reasonably be being a, a fuck up just because I know with um like CG effects houses like um is it uh oh god Leica is it Leica the animation there was there was an animation house and they did like two really successful films and one won an Oscar and then they went out of business because the economics behind like 
animation, especially CG animation and effects mm-hmm. workshops, so fast that you're like, you haven't got enough time, they're not paying you enough money, and they, they constantly change their mind at points when they would have need to have made that. Because there was um, that Robert Downey Jr. Dr. Doolittle. Like oh, people, oh my god. The people that directed it, the guy that directed it was like, oh yeah, we'll just put the CG in. And the people in the CG were like, no, 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 no. If you Doesn't want to work like that. There, you, you have to shoot it in a way where we've got scale and we know what the lighting situation is and we know exactly what's going there and we know where it's, and you've got to move. You can't just say put a lion there because mm-hmm. it doesn't fucking work like that. So I can totally believe that like they were sort of rushed <laughs> into doing stuff. And we're like, like, this? And it was too late to do anything about it. And then the backlash was so strong that we're like, no, we need to change this because mm-hmm. people are upset by our, you know, Sonic because he's got human legs. Um, God, that was upsetting. It was upsetting. Well, it's Uncanny Valley. It's it's very, yeah, why Ugh. is this hedgehog got man's legs? <laughs> why have you presented me with a man's legs? <laughs> Bad. This ungodly set of man-gams. <laughs> so I, I, think I, I think I'd say... I, Oh, but I can also... I'd say I don't. I'd, I'd say honest mistake. Okay. Because I think, I think they'd also... The cost-benefit of, like, the amount of, like, fanboy backlash. When you're trying to get the fans on... You know, you want you want that horrifying mass of internet comic book fans mm-hmm. on your side. Because if they turn on you, you know, they'll do, you know, review bombs. And I think I think the, mo- the movie executive fears and more than they're like, ah, oh, we'll poke, poke the bear for, for publicity purposes. See, I think you just got me I on your I side. Said comic books. I, re- I realize it's a comic books and he's not a comic book character, he's a game character, but like that sort of, yeah. Yeah, because like, my original thought is like, so many people had to approve this at so many different points, like this can't have been a mistake. Like, so many people could have caught this, but you make a solid argument, so I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna take your side with this one. Oh yes. And also I've dealt with a lot of very large companies and the idea that lots of people having to improve things makes them better is a, a, a logical fallacy of there is the more people that have to say yes about something, the worse it is going to be mm-hmm. by a pretty a pretty solid Yeah, because basically what tends to happen, at least in my experience, is somebody goes, here's a thing. But this person and this person have to say yes. And they both look at it and one of them goes, yeah, but can it have more youth culture orientation? And the other one says, can it be more dark and edgy? And then both of those bits of advice go back to the same person and both people that have to approve it have to see what they want. Mm -hmm. So you get something that's sort of both and neither. And now we've run out of time. I feel like it, no, that's very true. I feel like uh, the more people have to approve something, just more like far removed from the original concept it becomes okay and then a decision gets made at that end that has nothing to do with this end Mm -hmm. like when they um there was that famous building there was a there was a building i'm I'm gonna say chicago and they had to build it so that the supports weren't on the corners they were on the center of the building and they did like a very innovative design so it was like a square and the bottom three floors were missing and it had these support pillars but they were like in the middle of a side rather than on the corner mm-hmm. so it sort of looked very distinct mm-hmm. it's worked out a really cool way of doing that i think there's a 99 invisible podcast episode on this that will give you the information much better 
But essentially, they did this design, and it was all great. And it went down and down and down the chain until it got to a, a, a an engineer on site who was like, ah, oh, well, we could rivet this, and it'd be a lot more cost-effective than welding. And then the person that was approving it was like, oh, yeah, on buildings, rivets and welds and these sort of structures are fine. You can you could do one or the other, I except in this particular design. You, you cannot. cannot do that different. You cannot change that. And, and it didn't go back up the chain to the person that had designed it, the architect. And so they built this building with these rivets, and then somebody worked out that like a one in 20 year hurricane event in Chicago, lots of hurricanes, I think Chicago, it was Hurricane Alley, it was like this building will fall down. Like it just will. Oh, We've no. designed it in such a way that a reasonably bad hurricane will make this big, very big building fall over. Um, and so they had to. Wait, that can't be Chicago. Anything. That's Illinois. That no? is not hurricane territory. That's tornado oh, okay. territory. Tornado. Oh, maybe I'm. Well, hurricane is no tornado alley. I've forgotten which one's which. I don't understand the difference between. Tornado yeah, tornado alley. That's a thing. Tornado alley. Yeah. Um, a, a windy city of some kind. Um, and so, it, it, like, they basically did it at night when people were still like using the building, and they secretly went in and rewelded everything. And then later, people found out and were like, "Hey, why did you let us stay in that building whilst it was like?" A building that was going to fall over and they were like we didn't want to cause a panic and they were like, oh cool thanks thanks for not <laughs> causing a panic you fucks yikes um but i think that was one way it was spotted by like a grad student a grad student was looking like they were like oh look at this great new design and somebody was like hang on a minute that can't be right and like wrote to the architect and the architect was like fuck off i'm a great big architect and then quietly they looked into it and were like oh shit they're right <laughs> oh, fuck. yikes Okay, hard left it's turn. It's another edition of Tim's half-remembered half podcast episodes. Love it. Hard left turn. Um, can water with crushed ice be considered water with pulp? No. <laughs> What's the definition of pulp? <laughs> um, gonna have to Google that. Pulp? I feel like pulp is like a it, it's not a liquid based substance. There's gotta be like you know. Pulp is pulp is the leftover solids. Yeah. <laughs> the the... of whatever. Well, hang on a minute. If if you if you could yeah if you could if you could take like a solid block of ice and melt it in such a way that like it left some crushed ice bits in it, mm -hmm. then you had a solid object. You liquefied some of it. And then some hard bits remain. That could be pulp. I, I mean, uh, I feel the... like it's gonna melt at some point. Perhaps oh, sure. it is. <laughs> but hey, don't we all? So is like crushed. <laughs> is yeah, when we jump into the earth. When um... we jump into the earth. <laughs> no, but I feel like like what about cr crushed ice? Is that just like, that's just like water pulp? Like, or is it water bones? You, you... I, I is water without ice water. boneless water? Boneless water, deboned water, <laughs> deboned fillets of water. <laughs> did you did you get a did you get a pulp definition? Um, yeah, I've got a soft, wet, shapeless mass of material. But I feel like that's talking more about like making like paper than like yes. when things happen to fruit. Although I suppose it is a soft, wet shape because it's 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 like it's like leftover um, cells. 
Yeah. It's like the, the, the walls of the cells that contain the juice. Hmm. And that is, especially with, for some reason, my eyebrow raising, a very upsetting phrase. Um, yeah. So I think no. I think no. <laughs> I think the answer is no. I feel like that's something different... you drop onto the Twitter timeline just to, like, have everybody, like, be really uncomfortable and then leave. Yeah. Chaos. Yeah. Hey, is ice a wet, shapeless mass in your drink? Discuss. And wet, like... shapeless mass is what they called me in high school. So, I didn't even well, go to high school. I went to secondary I mean, school. <laughs> I mean, technically, ice does have a, a shape. Like, it, yeah. it doesn't have. So, was, was that the pulp definition? Wet. Yeah, well, but nothing shape. is shapeless. Yeah, true. Has, even gas has a shape. What about snow? Is that just water pulp? I mean, it, yeah. That's water shaving. <laughs> Shavings. Whole shavings. Interesting. Deep I feel like if I here. had to choose between the two, out of ice or snow, and equating it to pulp, I feel, I like, feel like snow, snow fits the definition a little better. Yeah. Because she's soft. Yeah, you're probably right. She's soft. Snow? She's soft. <laughs> <laughs> TikTok and Twitter have, like, rotted my brain. <laughs> Where I just like <laughs> call inanimate objects like she and he, or like saying like we like I'll pass like just like a random ass tree and just be like, oh, we love her. Yeah, <laughs> it's so bad. It's like when I I I heard, first heard the phrase "dummy thick." I'll just start referring to anything as dummy. I don't care. It's a fun phrase. Look at the cup. It's dummy thick because it's earthenware. Trexel, um, I'm trying to yeah. sneak around in the vents, but I'm dummy thick, and the clap of my ass cheeks keeps thick. alerting security. <laughs> the clap of my ass. My canonically yes, swole ass. My canonically, it's a big shelf. It's a it's a flesh shelf, <laughs> and it won't quit. It refuses to quit. You know because it's 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 in a very strong union, and you can't get it to quit. I like had to explain to her like why the clone is like canonically ripped. <laughs> you know what? That was entirely an accident. Because <laughs> Ben was like, well, I'm doing this. And I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to say no to you because that's the whole point of improv. And then it's like, you know, we can build this in. And that's where most of the plot has come through over the years. I love we that. say something and then we're like, oh, we should probably build this in in some way. But yeah, yeah. That, was an, that was an interesting conversation. <laughs> A lot of things were an interesting conversation, especially like the Hartro foot thing. Entirely Jenny's fault. Entirely Jenny's fault. We held no responsibility. She introduced the foot thing. He merely ran with it constantly and wouldn't drop it at any point. So I think that's Jenny's fault. Noted. And also, it's how we learned how to do um, the audio for that. Because if you're doing that, you have to stuff your fist in your own mouth to make it sound like you're talking. Because it's very difficult to pretend like you're talking around a mass. Yeah. But if you go... It's the muffling. That's the mm. truth. I'm I'm talking about my art. So if you could all apparently look when they were filming, art, apparently when they were filming the Elephant Man, part of the prosthetic like went in his mouth to like mess yeah, with his speech patterns. Sense. Another David Lynch yeah, film, yeah. probably his most accessible work. I've not seen it. Oh, it ten out of ten. Like the most publicly consumable David Lynch piece. I'll give it a whirl. Absolutely fantastic. Also, Anthony Hopkins is in it. 
And John Hurt. Great time. He's, who's, who, who plays Merrick? Uh, John Hurt. And I think Anne Bancroft is in it as well. Like, a lot of big names. Yeah. Which yeah, is funny, because John that was, like, Hurt. one of his first, like, not for art house cinema creations. Yeah. And somehow he managed was, to bag all like, those hey, people. You, re- you really need to make some money, John. Uh, so, um, uh, Dave. Like, yeah, you gotta like do something. Stuff is real great, uh, but eight people watched it, and it cost two million dollars to make. So could <laughs> yeah. you just make something accessible, please? Could you, please? But I'm, yeah, I don't know how he managed to like bag all those names, but great time. Well, I suppose if you're sort of like an art house director, if you're like you know the filmmaker's filmmaker, it doesn't yeah. you know you're not box office gold. I think you can sort of you can like, you can do this movement, and then they come. <laughs> don't entice them. Come hither, Anthony. God, I I'm wish that were young, me. Big Welsh bear. <laughs> he was good in Westworld as well. I haven't seen Westworld. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> okay, fair enough. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. So many it's... good movie reviews on this episode. <laughs> you know what? It's a golden age of film. I've always said it repeatedly when not asked. <laughs> oh my god, that's like me. My job is just bringing up movies that people don't want to hear about when they did not ask for it exactly <laughs> it's the true human pursuit of greatness i like it enjoy my stuff whether you like it or not <laughs> all right Before so you start your own podcast no one can stop yeah me. exactly <laughs> and like everyone asked me like what i'm doing i'm like well i've reached the i started a podcast phase of quarantine so yeah yeah yeah, yeah uh, you're at that level that says a lot about my mental state Therapy is expensive. I saw the podcast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a valid choice. It's a valid choice. <laughs> so the last thing we have on the list is we're going to make an alignment chart using the stellar firma characters. And the alignment chart is this, and I'm gonna I gotta open it up here. And here I have the little meme generator. Just gotta get it. And I'm gonna like stream it. So both of you can see. Oh, I should also hide my toolbar. Because no one needs to know what my bookmarks are. That is your own secret shame. It's my own secret. <laughs> it's just, it's fan fiction. It's all just fan fiction. Great shame. <laughs> no, actually, there was an episode where we were like, I think that was the one with Emily, where we were very, very vocally in support of fan fiction. So, you know, don't be ashamed. Enjoy what you enjoy. Yeah. Hey. I, I've to... read some fan fictions where I, I would not enjoy that. Hold on, I think I gotta close my eyes real quick. I haven't ever read any fan fiction. It's a fun time. Yeah. yeah. I think I, the problem is I, I struggle to read. I, I mainly listen to audiobooks because I struggle to, to, Valid. to maintain a book. And unfortunately, they don't really... You don't really get audiobooks for fan fiction. <laughs> the best you could do, you put it through Microsoft Sam. Okay, can we all see this? Watch stream. Yes. Okay. Yep. So I have all of the characters written down on a fun little list piece of paper. And so basically, we're just putting them on this chart. Would never stab anybody. Would stab someone in retaliation. Yells, yeah. I won't hesitate, bitch, first. Would stab yep. without warning. Or would stab somebody as a warning. I have strong feelings on a few of these. For as do I. So, but since we're making this together, that's where the uh, fight together? comes in. 
together or I get to choose because they're my character. <laughs> <laughs> Except only one of them is my character. Um, I, I, I'll, I'll let, I'll let, I'll let host first. Um, oh god. Well, the first character I have on the list is Trexel. So, I mean, like, I'll, I would love to hear what people have to say. I mean, it's, it's got to, it's got to be yells I won't hesitate bitch first. That because, does feel very right. It, it's a big stand, but it's unclear whether or not you've got the the gentleman's testicles to, to go with it in terms of like I feel like Trexel talks a big game a lot of the time mm-hmm. and yet has very little follow up so he he might stab you but only if he's absolutely certain that there will be no risk or danger to to him down the line so he's not sort of like stab as a warning not not like without warning either because he wants to gain something from it so I think I think he's a I think he's a Okay. He's a mouth. He's a mouth over trousers kind of gentleman. I buy it. It's a very reductive phrase, but Trexel Gardner is a very reductive figure, so I'm going with it. I buy it. I like that. Make that a little smaller. Okay. So next person I have, David Seven, our sweet slimy clone boy. I don't know. Because like he really is filled with rage. Yes. It's untenable rage. But when it comes to acting on it. Yeah, I think I think it's a very seasonal question. Season one? Never. Would never stab anyone. Nope. Season three, I think we're getting to retaliation. Yeah, okay. I mean, I don't know. Technically, if we want to get like really down to like splitting hairs here, we could do that. But is that is that weak source though? That's what I'm saying. Is it, is it is it a, a bo- bottle of ketchup, half ketchup, half water? Nobody wants it. It's not a refreshing drink. It's not a lovely condiment. You've gone down the middle and you've upset everyone, including your parents. Um, I also just uh, I believe that ketchup is the devil's smoothie. No, <laughs> I put ketchup it's on everything. I'm a barbecue uh, sauce man. Oh, interesting. I, isn't it sometimes? You know how like in the in the eighties, somebody would like pull some cocaine on like the back of their hand or like into a fingernail and like snort it up uh yes i've seen fire walk with me next question you understand (laughs) um and um i'm like that but with barbecue sauce in that i'll just sort of like get i'll just sort of like get some of it onto the back of a hand and then just sort of like eat it off the back of my hand Um, i love me some like barbecue sauce and dino nugs ah you know what because i'm we're we're largely vegetarian now and so we the dinosaur nugget has left our life but quorn. Do you have quorn over there? Q-U-R-O-N? I do no, not believe Q- we do. Oh, spelling. Q-U-O-R-N. It's like, like a like a vegetarian chicken substitute brand. Where, oh, like, we have do, stuff like, like that. Nuggets. It's not that brand. Yeah. Well, over here, it's it's, it's quorn with a quorn. Quorn. Very interesting. Um, and, they ju- and they started doing dino nuggets. And Amy Ooh. literally sent me the link to them and, and said, you must buy these at Sainsbury because I can do them. Um, so I might have to special order them, but yeah, a dino, a dino nugget. I get the, I get the feeling we would, we would get along. <laughs> you and Amy, just based on that alone, just someone yeah. with that much love of dino nuggets. Your nug aligned. <laughs> I do love to see it. I love to hear it. Okay, here. No, yeah. so I, you know, I, I, I probably go. I probably go. Would never stab anyone. I think he would want to. They would want to rather. Sorry. Um, 
but I think they would. I think they would. I think they have to end up on the side of light. Yeah, especially with the whole now, I... clone revolution bit. That seems a bit yeah. counter revolutionary. Where, where have we got to in the? Re- I've got. I've got to be careful about what I say because I can never remember where we are in the release schedule. What's happened to the Clone Revolution at this stage of release? Um, went and talked to all the other Davids, and they're kind of just like useless, shapeless little pudding oh, okay. boys. Okay, so we, we've got, we've got, we've got, we've got past that bit. Okay, and we've got but, you know yeah. some some ennui post that. So he's in flan stage. And now we're kind of moving past that, but and but then we just got an intercepted transmission from Galactonium, which I'm really excited about. Oh, it's very exciting. Extremely. I know, oh, I know. I know secrets. I know you special, do, and it's taking all of my strength not to ask. Ah, oh, please don't, because I'll forget and say it out loud, and then I'll be. In trouble. <laughs> I won't. I won't. I won't. And here's the thing: I don't. I don't want to know for myself either. Like I want to know, like, but I know it'll be better. And if I also, don't. we. I had to. I had to. We sent over the thing, and like, because we we sort of like do a little bit of a trail of sort of like you know all these things coming in. Um, and then that person's name just made it into the credits. I was like, no, the whole point of this is it's a surprise. <laughs> we cannot, the week before they turn up, just put it in the credits. Who yeah, that? yeah, so that kind of doesn't help. Hopefully that has not been, because I've said don't include it, but I also said don't misspell our name on the merch because I know we had a misspelled title and that didn't make it through to the person that was controlling the merch. So we'll see. <laughs> Oh boy. We will see. We will see. Alright. So the next person. Hartro. Queen. Hartro Pilts. Mm. Love her. Yes. I feel like I'm just saying that about literally every character. I'm, hey, I'm glad, I'm glad that you like the characters. Uh, absolutely. Uh, hmm. I think she, I like... Th- she would. She would. Well, I just don't know... Because she tried to... There was an attempted murder. But that was in retaliation for years and years. And I mean, here's the thing. I'm not saying the attempted murder wasn't justified. Yeah. Which is... Which is... Because also, um, are we only allowed one for each? No. Is it very much... We have have more people than we have categories. So it would be between... Would stab stab someone in retaliation and would stab uh, as a warning, I would say interesting i like because, as a warning but that also yeah. feels like a little bit much because i think not to read ahead i think imogen is as a warning interesting because imogen is very much like i'll i'll kill you i don't mind but it is it is an extra thing that i have to do so maddie do you have any I'll... thoughts um, I know this is asking a lot of you because yeah. you met these characters two days ago, but I want you to be included. Um, I would say in, in the middle of the two, honestly. I, I, don't, I don't think we can physically no. demonstrate like that I, on this chart. <laughs> why, why do you think it wouldn't be uh, stab someone in retaliation. I th- I'm leaning more towards retaliation. I don't know if... I'd agree. I, like, the fact that she thinks punishment is, like, just, like, exercising a personal fetish of hers. Well, it's never been established whether or not Hartro's actually... Is it just the only thing that works on Trexel? Because I don't Why think else? Hartro's ever, like... Why yeah, else? I love it. Um... 
Yeah, and I know Jen. I know Jenny as an actor is very much like, "Ooh, I wish we hadn't started this." And in improv, there is definitely a blurring between between character and person. Yeah. Um, because upsettingly, Trexel Geisman is basically all of my worst instincts melted into one character. You know what? Um, as one does. As one does. <laughs> it's like Alan. You have Alan Partridge over there. Um, no. Ellen Partridge is a tremendously successful character of a guy called Steve Coogan, who's basically like the the worst kind of small-minded radio show host, who's just sort of like, I don't get feminism, maybe it was because I was at the shops, sort of a kind of a guy. Like, okay. He's not like actively being horrible in public, he is horrible, but he's sort of like <laughs> just very small-minded and self-obsessed, but gotcha. also shit. Um, and basically after a while, there's definitely things that Steve Coogan thinks in, you know, you know, you know, when you're like a bit tired and something happens and you think, oh, this, and then you go, oh, no, not that. Yeah. No, that's something I'm saying because I haven't eaten. Like you get, you get a lot of, a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Um, again, this would make much more sense if either of you who Alan Partridge was. I think I get a... The, the English viewers, I thoroughly recommend watching knowing me knowing you and i am alan partridge and the film they did alpha papa you will not be disappointed it's it's good stuff noted um yeah who's who's next so since you brought up imogen she is actually next on the list hold on i'm gonna add text and actually put in all the little dots does that actually stand for anything or are we just we, you know what? Because it was, it was, it was Imogen, Imogen, uh, the actor's name. Yeah, Imogen uh, Harris. Sort of making making reference to um, the thing that Johnny did, where he just kept naming people after their actual names and making things very difficult. Love that. Um, and I did come up with. I think Ben and I came up with um, an acronym for it, and then we didn't save the document. And oh no! <laughs> so it just stands for Imogen. It Oops. stands for Imog- Imogen, Mojin, Ojin, Jin, and... <laughs> well, if I ever come up with something, I'll let you know. Yeah, absolutely. And I wish, because I, I remember being really <laughs> fucking pleased with myself when we came up with it. So I was like, yeah, it actually works. And then we just didn't save it in the fucking document. So, yeah. Ouch. But I, oh, man. Ouch. I think it's better this way. It adds law. The lost definition. Ooh. Um. But I think I've made I've made my feelings clear on Imogen. So what what are would other stab feelings? as a warning? Um, I feel that, but I like I don't know if they would stab David Seven as a warning. Like, but just David Seven specifically. Like anybody else? I mean, I mean, it's it's come close. It's come like, close, a... but I have seen a lack of follow through on on Imogen's part. Like they're yes. always alert in security. Have they ever shown up? Well, you'll have to find out why that is in the finale, because there is an answer. <gasps> oh, it's exciting! Um, <laughs> um, yeah, but the thing, I think, I think Imogen, I think, because there is a point at which Imogen does, like, you know, start to start to fire the guns, and then it turns out that the guns are out of ammo. Yeah. You know, in at some point in the show. Spoilers, which you can't say after you've said the thing, but it's, it's about a season ago now. Um, so I think I think there is a certain amount of like don't do it, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. Please don't do it. Please don't do it. You've left me no choice. So okay. Like, there's a lot. There's a there's a lot of warning. It's not like first first day gun walls. Yeah. I don't know. 
I'm being I very domineering I... because I've such strong opinions about these characters because I've had to well, deal with them for three years. Well, of course you do. Also, also, no, you know what? I'm not going into that. I've already been into it on a podcast and people are going to start worrying about my um, ability to let things go. So I'm not going to talk about that thing. Goodbye. Okay. <laughs> Noted. Now, I'm, I, there's there's a podcast, there'll be a one-shot podcast that Ben and I are on that will come out at some point in about three months and you'll understand what I'm talking about when that comes out. Okay, so, noted. Fine. Noted. Everybody's been noted. Tim's a very good guest. <sighs> Alright, um, yeah, I yeah. think I am going to kind of agree with would stab as a warning. But, like, after a lot of warnings. Like, stabbing is probably your last warning with Imogen. Yeah. I'd say so. I okay. So. And it, would it would it affect David? It'll just snap the blade, as we've seen. Yeah, really. My boy's so thick. Yeah. Whereas whereas Trexel, he he's soft. He's so soft. V soft boy. He's soft. <laughs> Why do I talk like this? Why is the internet rotted my brain to this point? <laughs> and I also enjoy the feeling of using these phrases and being very very remotely acquainted with their definitions which occasionally gets me in trouble. Because sometimes they mean very hateful things and I don't know. Yikes. And I get overexcited and use them. Anybody who's watched the streams will know when I've had to be told about that. Oh boy. Oh dear. Oh boy. Okay. Who's, uh, who's next? Next. We've got Bathin, the man, the myth, the legend. Oh! Bathin! Bathin! Come on. It's... It, it's great duke if true <laughs> uh, I'm hearing uh, Trexel right now not Tim oh what a what a fuck I'm not <laughs> swearing the podcast that bastard um, yeah actually yeah. now you can do all of the swearing that Trexel is repressing you fucking you, you fuck boy you're a fuck boy Bathin <laughs> get an airlock um, I mean come on Bathin's chill yeah I don't think Bathin would ever stab anybody no. Maybe, you know what? Maybe Bathin's people, without the knowledge of Bathin, because again, Duke, we're talking about, uh, you know, a feudal system here. This is true. And even if the even if the dictator of a feudal system is is you know benevolent of, a, of like an is benevolent, you know, as we learn from Terry Pratchett, it doesn't matter if the next in command is you know evil in the name of the king, then then it's all fucked. So, but Bathin personally. Yeah, I don't think he'd ever stab anybody. Maddie. Maddie, would you like to? Would you like? To I feel so bad. I, I feel like I'm learning so much, though. Okay, well that's something. This, this I take, and then when I listen, I'll be like, you know, it they were nice. right. Yes, I, yes, I remember that being interrupted with that. Opinion. Yeah, yeah, I remember. <laughs> okay, next person, number one of standards. Oh. Sure. Yes. Where do we? Where do I we? Think, where do we put that? I think, I think number one, along with number forty-eight, would sit. You know what? They'd be on either side. Like number one would be stab without warning, on the side of would stab as a warning, and number forty-eight's got to be would stab without warning on the side of yells. I won't hesitate, bitch first. And I okay. Think that works intensely well. I was gonna say number 48 as a solid, like, wood stab without warning. Yeah. Just because of the amount of talking about murder hammers. 
Oh, I love, I love because because Rachel, who Rachel, um, my brother's wife, who plays, is sort of quite a, 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 a not shy, but like, no, no, not not like a person that would yell, "I'll kill you! I'll kill you! You bastard! I'll kill you!" Yeah. And so sort of like coaxing the anger out of her in the recordings is. A, can you say that more as if you're an evil goblin? Is is a direction I have to give quite a bit. <laughs> I love that. That sounds like such a fun time. <laughs> I would love to unleash my inner evil goblin. Oh, it's a good time. It's a good time. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with what you've done there. I'd agree okay. with what you've done there. I like this. Because num number one's more Machiavellian. Yeah, like they've got... There's there's plans there. Number 48's kind of just like... They are essentially a weapon. Yeah, yeah, number number 48 is, is has no... Has no end goal you just kind of number wind 48. number 48 you wind them up point them in the direction that you want the stabbing and let them go yeah number 48 your hulk yeah <laughs> okay so yeah. after this I can, I can also recommend that people read the prince the, the machiavelli book it's 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 a short book it's a really short book and it also gives a bit of like um context because i think the reason because machiavelli's got a really bad bad rap because they, he wrote this book basically being like how to maintain a dictatorship. Yeah. But obviously he was doing it in a world where that's just how governments were. There was no real, there was no such thing as a democracy necessarily. And he mostly wrote it because he was in exile, wanted to get back in with like the Borgias because he was like, I'm fucked otherwise. So he had his reasons and I think was actually a Republican, a small R Republican. Um, so not as not as evil as reported, just just did a really naughty book. I suppose. One of my favorite. It's a good book. Twitter interactions book. with somebody who was like, I was arguing with this like right wing guy once, and I told him, and I was like talking about like socialism and stuff, and he was like, Oh, you expect me to read the Communist Manifesto? So I said, Well, I mean, it's eight pages, so. Yeah, it's not long, and if you're going to argue about something, probably probably know what it is. Yeah, dick. Mm -hmm. Just a thought. <laughs> yeah, I've got I've got a boat. Oh, love that! Right next to each other, because I did a politics degree, and so I have to own these by law. Oh wait, you did? That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mostly what it taught me was ah, oh, it's very difficult. Yeah. And then that was the end of the course. No, no, no solutions. Only questions. <laughs> yeah. Journalism and media, baby. And a film minor. Fixed. Solved. Everything's fixed now. God, I wish. <laughs> okay. Next person. Getting to the end of the list here. We've got Mr. Sigmund Shankaray. Um... Maddie, have you got to Sigmund Shankar? No, I have not. <laughs> I tried to give her some episodes, just be like, don't listen to this, does context doesn't matter, just meet this character. Let it wash you. Yeah. I, I, I think I think Sigmund Sigmund's Sigmund's a coward. Sigmund's just a you know Sigmund's just getting by. I don't think Sigmund would, would stab. Okay. I, I buy that. I, 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 don't, I don't think he's got the guts. See, a little bit, I'm like a little bit like maybe he would because he makes so many threats, but like, would the man actually uh, follow yeah. through? I know, I think he threatens on the behalf of other people. Like, he's like, I'll tell on you, and they'll do a bad thing. 
Yeah. But I don't. I don't think Sigmund's getting blood, blood on his loafers. Slimy boy. He's a slimy boy. And not, in, also, the, not in the good way that David is. No, he's not this good. He's not this good, good slimy boy. I also, it's fun because obviously, um, we've got the 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 pronouns of David were like, uh, sort of started, um sort of he him slash other and it's yeah. very much sort of ended up as sort of like he they or just they depending on you know yeah play, player's choice because obviously it's uh you know an evolved character mm-hmm. but all of the all of the language i have to describe people uh, like ends with the word boy oh my god like, same you know and, and and i often have a little bit of a cognitive dissonance around like oh no i've just gendered david wrong it's like but no that's not it's about it's like when you say like, hey guys let's do this it's not like hey men hey all the men in here yeah i, I almost like, uh, use boy as like a gender neutral term yeah yeah same mm. same so i'm just glad it's not just me because i often like mid record i'm like oh bollocks i've done that thing again yeah i'm like always calling that. things like a what like in this you know this kind of boy that kind of boy yeah i slimy slimy boy we love it all right so we got two more people we've got paradrac the wonderful Alice and Thea Scott. Let's see. Will I spell this right? Yes. I can type. I think... Stab without warning. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree. They don't I'd care. Agree. They don't care. They're drunk. Yeah, they do not care. She drank. I'm also, like, trying to fit these so perfectly. It, it doesn't matter, but... I want them to be perfect. Matters to you. Matters to me. Last person, Enola. Mm. They're very non-confrontational. Yes, like hyper, like that is lack of confrontation is really their whole deal. Yeah. Uh, but, but if, if it was pushed, yeah. I think. Yeah, I think. Mm, oh, yeah, I think. I think. I can't remember in in the episode that Enola's in. Does mm-hmm. she threaten? Does, do they do they threaten Trexel? Probably. Directly? Or just insult Trexel? I think borderline between I won't hesitate, bitch, and would send someone. I think that would be my my only. And you know what? I think it's very fitting that the only character that's sitting on the fence between two categories is Enola. Enola. Yep. I think that. <clears throat> I think that has a certain a certain poetic. I like it. it. Maddie. Thoughts, feelings, vibes. Vibes and vibrations. We're here for vibes and vibrations. Oh, whoopsies. There we go. I could get behind this. Okay. From my limited listening. Um, I feel like I'll revisit this episode once I watched all of them. Yeah. And I was like, you know, that makes sense. Oh, yeah, that's what the fuck they were talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember. Okay, so. There we go. Download that later and stream. And you can tweet it out with, with like, it's a Tim-approved chant. <laughs> it's, got, it's got canon approval. <laughs> we love that, yeah. This is actually the, like, furthest ahead we've ever recorded an episode. Um, because, you know, for us, we've just kind of been, like, dipping into our social circles for guests at this point, and, like, for us and our idiot friends, you know, last minute whatever. But now. Now. <laughs> I'm, 
now you've got a booked guest. <gasps> yeah, we got to get it together. So this is the furthest ahead we've we had ever to book recorded an episode. At least three days in advance. Come on. Well, the actual funniest thing is that the reason that I had to like try and like crash course her in Stellar Firma is because we assumed that a person with like you know an actual real adult with like a paid job who like does things, we assumed it wouldn't be like yeah we can do this Saturday. It would be like two months. Well, the thing is, uh, I. I very much was like, this would be a thing that I'd like to do, but if I'm not careful, it'll be a thing that I intend to do for months and years. So if I've got a free afternoon, book it straight in. Because <laughs> I, I never know what I'm going to be doing more than about a week in advance, which is a real headache for the people that have to organise my work. <laughs> shout, out, shout out to Katie, the producer, uh, knower of pain. Um, so yeah, so yeah, yeah. I have got a real job, but it happens on the weekdays. So... I'm free, I'm around. So if anybody else wants me to come on things and you've got a Saturday afternoon free, that's my sweet spot. Good to know. <laughs> yeah, and I wanted to guest on more things because I've, 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 really, I've not really guested on much stuff because we've been either making this show mm. and it's the first show I've made, so it's sort of like been slightly all-encompassing, mm. um, or other stuff within RQ, which is lovely, but it's sort of, you know, still in the RQ universe, it still is sort of for the Stellar podcast feed, so it's nice, it's just nice to do, it's nice to do some other stuff. I enjoy it. Also means I have very little that I have to sort out. I just turn up and yell. That's my favourite kind of job. <laughs> well, you're always welcome to do that here. Turn up and yell show with Bridges and Maddie. Yeah, that is essentially what it is. That's how we advertise ourselves, and whether or not that has impacted our ability to actually get people on this show, who's to say? Who's to say? I mean, don't don't change yourself for other people. I'd say, I'd say be, I'd say be the you that you want to be. And Good if advice. the podcast listeners come, then great. And if they don't, then fuck them. <laughs> That's solid. It is appreciated. <laughs> so that is technically the last thing we have listed for today. We've been over two hours. Wow. Oops. This is our this is our longest one, I think. Yeah. I'm definitely sure that when I go out there, I'm gonna have a I'm gonna have a I'm gonna have a cranky partner looking for taste. Oh no. Sorry. I'm gonna blame you both. Gladly. You're gonna get you're gonna get angry tweets. You're gonna get angry tweets from Amy saying, Why? Why have you restricted me from my <laughs> access to Tatoes? Um, I would oh, love to be angrily tweeted at. at. I'll, I'll I'll let Amy know. I'll let Amy know. I'll give her the Twitter handles. Great. Uh, depending on how tired she is, you might get a tweet, or you might not, because she's asleep. <laughs> it's possible. It's always possible. She has the sleeping patterns of a cat. Love that. Right. Love that for her. Uh, yeah. So Anyth thank, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me on. I suppose would be the only oh. thing to say. Oh my god! Thank, thank you for coming. <laughs> yeah, it's a pleasure. Enjoyed it. Um. So just go back through this, and and if I've strayed into a topic. Because I just keep talking until people stop. This is a this is a minimal editing job. We chop uh, off the beginning and the end, yeah. and then just put it out there. If you, if you see anything truly, truly unacceptable, mm -hmm. just snip that right out. Just just say, hey, Tim won't mind. He wants to <laughs> he wants to remain in the internet's good graces, and he doesn't want to have accidentally implied he feels something horrible. Because I have a tendency to explore three viewpoints at the same time, whilst not thinking any of them through, and that causes problems. So, what is? And I said something bad. It's because I made a mistake, and I'm sorry. And just let me know. Very good to know. 
Alright, so um, we will be back again next week. Uh, keep a lookout for stream announcements, just sort of other stuff coming from this channel, hopefully, fingers crossed. And yeah, anyone else have any concluding thoughts? I think in addition to be the longest episode, we have also taken the most tangents. So I yeah, think that's a this is like a record breaker. Good, I'm very glad. We're very I'm, good I'm, at that. I'm glad to have been part of that journey. Of, <laughs> I heard a thing once, and I'm going to say it now. Here's the backstory. Here's the backstory to the backstory. Here's the pointless backstory that I'm only introducing to, to ignore it. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. This week's episode of the Fighting with Friends podcast was hosted by Bridget Kelly and Maddie Robbins, featuring very special guest Tim Meredith. You can find other episodes of the podcast on Acast, Deezer, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, and YouTube. Follow us on Twitter at BridgetKelly98, at MR5MAR, and at StellarTim. Rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Like, comment, and subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitch and join our Discord community using the links in the description. You can also help support us via the Acast supporter feature. Thanks for listening! Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.